Welcome to the Ultimate Journey, a podcast on awakening to spirit. I am your host, Frank DiGenova. Episode 9. Hi, and welcome to the Ultimate Journey, awakening to spirit podcast. I'm your host, Frank DiGenova. The topic for today's episode is admitting when we're wrong. Is this even possible? And isn't it all relative anyway? You know, who says we're wrong? According to who? Each one of us has our own perspective and view on things. So is it just a matter of varying opinion or is there such thing as being wrong or right? Before I begin speaking about this, I want to share an experience, a recent experience that I had with my son in the kitchen. Now, I live alone most of the time and he goes between his mom's house and my house. The deal is when he comes over, he takes care of himself. He does things for himself like cook and do the laundry, clean everything up and so on. For those of you who live alone, you know that you get used to your own ways, your own patterns, sounds, and whatever. And then when somebody comes over, (laughs) that goes out the window. Well, at least for me anyway. I won't get into the details because, hey, I'm private and he's private too, so I won't be so specific. I'm sitting by the breakfast nook charging my phone because my battery doesn't hold a charge anymore. And he comes into the kitchen, which I usually leave and let him do so I don't see anything. (laughs) Believe me, it's best that way. The outlet, the cord, and in my phone kept me stuck there or hostage there. It wasn't long before I started nitpicking him and, you know, kind of coaching him, which I thought. But it wasn't really coaching. It was like complaining and accusing and doing all these things. I got upset at him because he used something that was, I thought was wasteful. But anyway, without giving specifics, I said some hurtful things to him. Not knowing, of course, because I was just focused on my own selfishness. I ended up hurting him. In the past, I wouldn't know that I was breaking his balls. He's calm and he lets things slide, unlike myself, at times. (laughs) In that moment, I caught myself acting just like my mother. Who is this trespassing in my kitchen and doing everything wrong? I'll continue with this story a little bit later. We all have a deep need to be right, but why? There are many factors to this. I mean, we can go back to episode two about the spiritual ego or just the ego in general. Maybe as a child we thought we never felt that we had a voice. We maybe have been put down or ridiculed or whatever. Whichever the reason, it all boils down to needing to defend ourselves. Ultimately, why does this even matter? I mean, we're not in a court of law. We're not getting cross-examined and we're not going to go to jail. Well, maybe some of us. You know, it may feel like we're being prosecuted unjustly. Maybe it's because we'll appear to be weak if we back down or if we say we're sorry And that people may take advantage of us if we give in too fast. And here is the crazy part. Most times we don't even know that we're being defensive. We can't even see it. But what exactly is being attacked? What needs to be right? Ah, the good old ego. It's our false identity and all the memories that we've collected. You know, the narrative that we've invested in. The proverbial blah, blah, blah. The ego needs to be right. It has to divide and conquer. On July 20th, I posted something on social media. I'll just read it quickly here. Mask holes versus COVIDiots. Vaxxers versus anti-vaxxers. Black lives matter versus all lives matter. Round earthers versus flat earthers. Atheists versus religious. Mainstream consumers versus conspiracy theorists. Vegans versus meat eaters. What the F has happened to us and to society? Why the acute divide? What happened to healthy discussion and agreeing to disagree? What's with the hating on another because they don't share the same beliefs? Why the slander, ridicule, shunning and shaming? 
I'm not suggesting to go along to get along. We need to stand firm in our beliefs. But what has happened to kindness, acceptance, and inclusion? Ask yourself, how and where did you acquire your beliefs? From family, school, media, religion, or literature? Why would you attack another who challenges your opinions or beliefs? If you were steadfast in them, wouldn't you just let it slide? Perhaps you're not totally sold on them to begin with. If something is repeated enough times, it is accepted as truth regardless if it is or not. So be careful what you accept as absoluteness. Most of you will defend your convictions if they threaten your security or identity. Many of us don't stand up because we're afraid to be judged, to fit in with the herd. We will never change someone's mind with force as pressure creates more resistance. Instead, how about we share information and learn from one another? To conquer any group, tribe, or nation, one needs to create division amongst them to divide them. In doing so, they will attack each other and become weak ready for the slaughter. Let's wake the F up and start getting along. Warmest, Frank. We need compassion, communication, and understanding of what another's going through. The best way to do this is to put yourself in the other person's shoes. We're so busy defending our views and needing to be right that we don't even conceive this. We don't realize how much we're hurting another person. And that's exactly what I did to my son in the kitchen. I became a total asshole. And the crazy thing is that I felt like and I became my mother, and I was also myself as a younger version of myself, feeling what my son did all at the same time. I was the bully and the bullied. Full circle. It is true that hurt people hurt people. For those that knew her, my mother was a very opinionated woman, and I knew where it came from because as a child, she felt like she had no voice, that she wasn't heard. She probably felt powerless and controlled as a little girl. It's such a vicious cycle. Needing to be right has caused so many wars, religious crimes, murders, and any violent act. We should just let things go and let bygones be bygones. All of my eight podcasts or the episodes that I've done before this one all contribute to this. You know, episode two was a spiritual ego. That's self-explanatory. Then episode three was we're living inside a matrix. We think a lot of this reality is absolute and real and our need to defend it, our story and all that. Then we have the duality of right and wrong up down. There is no right and wrong per se. You know, and then relationships in episode five, how do you know you're ready for a relationship? (laughs) That alone there has its own problems of having to be right in that relationship. There's a saying, do you want to be right or do you want to be in love? You know, even in episode six, we talk about the rose-colored glasses where we refuse to see one side. You know, that this is the right way and the only way. In episode 7, no one is coming to save you. We look for another person to complete us, to make things right. And we get mad at them if they don't do what we want them to. That's projecting outward as well. we got to worry about our own bliss and our own beliefs and truth. We need not implicate anyone else because it doesn't matter. You know, and we also have the right brain and the left brain. The right brain. It should be the right brain and the wrong brain. See, why should it be one or the other? We are each having our own experiences and they're unique to our own process, our own spiritual growth. We are all projecting our reality outwards and interacting with others. And we are not required to change unless we want to change ourselves within. You know, if you're going to act like an asshole, you're going to get people treating you back how you dish it out. So... You can't blame others if they mistreat you. The reason why we argue with another or defend our opinions and we have to be right is because we think they may change. 
or automatically give in and say, yeah, you're, you're right, I'll do what you need me to. And let me ask you how easy it is for you to change a belief or a habit or a pattern in yourself. But why is it that we expect others to just immediately change for us or buy into our bullshit? If we look at the concept of duality, there is no right or wrong. Even science is not absolute. New theories are actually overriding the old ones. Nothing is settled absolutely. Unless you want to talk about math. Like my dad says, mathematics is not a matter of opinion. <laughs> well, it could be. If you want to let someone think that one and one is five or six, then why not? What's the harm? Unless, of course, they're uh, an architect or a scientist <laughs> or an engineer building a bridge. Then there could be a problem there. Whatever topic you're defending and you get threatened by someone else's opposing view, that belief is not sound to you. There is doubt. Because if you really believed it, you wouldn't care what other people thought. There would be no need to be right or to defend it. I used to love listening to talk shows where you'd have two people debating one topic. And even though both sides brought compelling evidence to defend their side, at the end there was no resolution. No one gave in. But what that did for the listener to myself is it gave me more contrast and more information so I can make up my own opinion. Everyone has opinions and beliefs they want to share. Even with this podcast, I'm just giving you my perspective. I'm not saying anything that I say is right, but I know that many of you will resonate to what I say. Then there'll be some of you that will think that I'm full of shit. And that's totally okay. That's what I'm saying. It's totally fine. Just because you don't agree with me doesn't make you right or wrong or doesn't make me right or wrong. Two people can have opposing beliefs and still be friends. But unfortunately, the way society is going and the way the media spins stuff, it's a divide and conquer agenda. It's like, what happened to healthy discussion? What happened to agreeing to disagree? This isn't a reality anymore. We've become a cancel culture. You're canceled. And like, who gives you the right to cancel anyone? The next time you feel yourself charged or heated, in defending the need for you to be right, ask yourself why you feel the need to do this. What are you trying to defend? What are you trying to prove? Then think about a time in your past when you were younger when you didn't have a voice to be heard. Yes, I did emphasize that last heard on purpose. We're all walking around with emotional wounds and fractures. Many of us don't feel good enough or worthy enough, so we have to create a false sense of security or rightness through our beliefs and through structures and society. We've created avatars or identities that we have to defend, and we've lost sight of our true nature. For many of us, our self-worth is so fragile and it hinges on another's opinion. It's like a house of cards. And this is the exact topic that we'll talk about in the next episode. Thank you for joining me again today. My name is Frank DeGenovo, and this is the Ultimate Journey, Awakening to Spirit podcast. Thank you for listening to the Ultimate Journey podcast, Awakening to Spirit. Join me again next time for more spiritual talk. You can reach me at info at theultimatejourney.ca. I thank you in advance for visiting my website, theultimatejourney.ca, for more information on my online courses. Listeners will receive a course motivation for free. Until next time, walk in love and in gratitude.